Hello friends, Laura Johnson here from Tickle Life, and this is Mindful Sex Ed Back to Basics. This is the podcast where we break up myths and build up facts about sex. And as always, I am joined by my incredible co-host, the Tickle Life in-house sex educator, Lulu Batista. How are you today, Lulu? Fantastic. Excited for our episode today. Me too. And tonight we have an awesome guest, Stephen Quatterer. Stephen is the founder and CEO of Thought Experiment and the creator of Hetero, the app for people who love oral pleasure. So Stephen, welcome to Mindful Sex Ed. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to uh, to chat with you and, and chat with your audience. Awesome. Yes. I'm excited for this. <laughs> so Stephen, maybe you could just uh, give like a brief overview of your background and how did you come to found the thought experiment? Yeah, totally. Um, so my name again is Stephen. Uh, my pronouns are he, him. I identify as gay and pansexual. Um, I grew up on Long Island and I currently live in New York City where I've lived for over 15 and a half years, almost 16 years. You know, and my kind of my journey was I started, I studied finance in college, started working in financial services, um, and then spent about the past eight years in the tech industry. But I really started to think about the sex tech space in the past five years or so, right? Like I've been fairly sexual since adolescence, and I really began my sexual discovery process in earnest as a gay man, right? Like I came out in my 20s in New York City. And, you know, I was newly out and again in my 20s. So I was going on a lot of dates, uh, meeting new friends, and began to really explore and understand gay culture and a new kind of side of myself, right, sexually. And as I did that, I really developed a group of friends and, and lovers who helped me emerge from a worldview that framed sex uh, as shameful, really to one that, that viewed sex as joyful, really, like, fundamentally. Um, and, and the contrast between that understanding, that, like, dominant societal framing um, around sex, that is stigma, is really what animated me to focus on the sex and sexuality space and then ultimately on the sex tech space. And so that really led me to found Th Thought Experiment. And, you know, our company mission is to change society's uh, framing around sex away from stigma, where it currently sits, towards consent and safety. And our first platform is Hetero, the first hookup app for people, for everyone who loves oral pleasure. So that's um, <laughs> all so much that full.com is now. Yeah. <clears throat> but, you know, so because we are a podcast that wants to build up some great foundations for people, when you're saying that you have you identify in two sexual categories. Yeah. So we just want to make sure, because I know people are like, what do you mean? How can you be gay? And like, yeah. So just give just a little bit. We don't want you, you know, yeah. to respect your space, obviously. But just for those people who may be in that limbo that you may have been in and to say, can I be gay? And also this, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, that kind of space like, you know, just. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was it was a real journey for me to kind of get where, where I am. And I also acknowledge that identifying as gay and pansexual, it's kind of, it's a contradiction in terms, honestly. Right. Um, but I embrace that because I think labels, um, they can be helpful if you choose them. Right. And you put them on, it's like wearing a suit, but I think that they can become harmful if someone says, okay, you have this label. So you have to be X, Y, or Z. And for me, um, you know, the truth is, I, I think that I've always been a pansexual person, right? And I went through a whole journey and, you know, the first person that I dated, the first person that I fell in love with was a man, was a, was a guy, you know, he, we were both in high school together, you know, right. peers and, and whatnot. Um, and then after college, you know, the second, you know, major relationship that I had was with a, was with another guy. And I realized at that time that I would have to tell people about this. I couldn't do this in the closet and this relationship would sustain. Mm -hmm. And I kind of just accepted that in doing so, I would have to have to come out as gay, right? Like I just felt like that was a needed thing for me in that time, in that moment. And so I don't think that the gay label truly fit me perfectly then, but I, I, I wear it with a great deal of pride because like I mentioned earlier, being gay really, really helped to shape my identity in an incredibly positive way and really helped me 
come to terms with my sexuality, come to terms with sex generally and move away from this mindset of just like, you know, shame and, and ick to something where I'm like, no, this is actually really wonderful so long as there's consent and safety. And so I want to retain that part of me, that, 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 that gay identity, like that is true to who I am, but I also have, you know, a dimension of my sexuality that, that kind of goes beyond that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I think that's, that's really a, a lovely way that you've, you know, kind of framed that in your journey. And I really love how you've, you've tied that to building a company that's really going to do so much good for sexuality, for people coming to, coming to embrace all the different aspects of themselves. I think that's so awesome. So how is Thought Experiment changing the conversation about sex? Yeah, I, I think first and foremost, you know, that really is like our stated intention. Really to do that is to change the narrative around sex away from stigma towards consent and safety. So I think that, you know, on kind of like some kind of like mystical level, I think that that's really helps at the very least certainly to guide our decisions and, and kind of guide our actions. I would say the, the real way that we've done that is just being very honest, direct, and straightforward about what it is that we're doing, for whom we're doing it, and and creating spaces for a community that shares those values, right? I mean, not shying away from it. You know, if, if you look on our website, hetero is the app for oral pleasure. You know, there are consequences, right, for being that honest in this world. I'm, I know that, that both of you know well, right? But just deciding and kind of like sticking to our guns about that was something that, you know, I think allows for other people to say, well, you know what, like, let's, let's evaluate that on its merits. And, and for us, the, the concept is to really just enable our community. Our, like, now that hetero has exists, and we have members, and we have a community, that's what it's all about. And so being, you know, talking to that community finding out what the needs of the community are and really enabling it kind of like step by step as we go through this, this growing journey, right? Day by day. And, and I think that's, you know, how we've done it to date. And, you know, really I expect it's going to be the community, right? Like I I kind of want the company to kind of like fade into the background and just be here. Like we're here for this community because I think that's, what's really going to, that's just going to change the world, honestly. Not not only our community. Like I don't have this grandiose, right? But I think it's it's it is community and an ecosystem of people who come to this realization themselves, right? About how societal stigma is holding us all back, right? Like I think as that happens, that's how change happens, right? Uh, kind of organically. Right. That sounds wonderful. I mean, you know, <laughs> when I was reading the bio, and I was like, oh. Like, I've, I've seen it about, you know, I'm following you on Twitter and all these kind of things. I was on the Mo app the other day when you were um, presenting. I had to jump off um, to take care of being a parent. But um, just to have that conversation and see that people are, you know, they want to be in that space and that you are creating something that they can feel like it's okay. You, you don't feel slut shame in quotation for those right. of us that are not watching or, or, or this extreme amount of judgment. And, you know, those kind of things. It's wonderful. It's wonderful because we are who we are, you know, in that sense, right? I know for me, I, I, I was a, I would say a seasoned sexual person. I started at a very young age, but I knew what it is that I wanted. I was mm-hmm. very direct with people about what I would and wouldn't accept. And because of that, I was called a slut because right. I knew <laughs> what my journey wanted to be and what that looked like. So, you know, to have a space that people can say, hey, we can sign on here and I just want to have mouth work and I, I, I just want to do it and let's meet here. And that, you know, that's so wonderful because sometimes people they just want to see you happy. All right. With right. No, and maybe strings, but not, you know, extreme, <laughs> you know, if you will. And know that the person is not playing any games with you. We know right. what we came here to do. If it right. will, we came to play with mouths. <laughs> right. right, exactly. It's a wonderful thing. Right, and and you know, see where where it takes us, and and maybe we just mount friends with benefits, <laughs> whatever it is, right? But to have a space to feel safe, to feel seen and heard, wonderful, wonderful. 
And I commend you on, on that. It's it's just really, really great. Thank really you. Honestly, deep, deeply appreciate it. Um, it's been it's been a very meaningful journey for me and and hearing feedback like that that's 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 incredibly kind and, and moving and, and from from our members, you know, that's it's what makes the you know, you know, all the hurdles that we have to jump through and all of us do in our day to day lives particularly <laughs> Um, it makes it very worthwhile. It really does. It's just, it's just fulfilling. And it feels like, you know, personally for me, I feel like I'm, I'm just in the right space, honestly, at this, at this moment in my life. Yeah. It's, yeah. I, I think a lot of us in sex tech often feel that way. Like once you get involved in the community and you start building these relationships and you're doing work that feels meaningful and deeply personal to you, it's just amazing. Like, when I found sex tech, I thought like, okay, this is where I'm supposed to be. And Lulu feels similarly. So yeah, it's uh, being a part of this industry is just really fulfilling. And actually, you know, this all kind of leads to our next question. So how did you develop Hetero? Um, and maybe you could explain a bit more about like what the app is about. Yeah. You know, so, you know, we kind of looked at the sexual landscape and we really intentionally focused on the dating and hookups app space. You know, at a personal level, I've used and, and still use a ton of the dating and hookup apps out there, but I, but I found that they didn't really kind of, a lot of them didn't fully meet my needs, right? And there were a variety of reasons for that, but one of them that we talked about earlier was the fact that I was gay and pansexual, and kind of what I noticed about the space was that I found all the apps kind of limited. At, at a first instance, you've got apps that are really more oriented towards quote unquote straight people and quote unquote, you know, LGBTQ people, but really like particular, like a lot, they're like much more focused for like gay men, for instance. And so that's, that's, that's already sort of created a boundary based on an identity box that someone may not have chosen, right? Like people may not opt into being straight, right? But like, there it is. Now you've got your choices. And then, you know, a lot of those apps have even further differentiated on the basis of, you know, an identity, another further kind of like identity grouping. So you've got one for gay people and then you have like within the, and I'll use the kind of like the gay ecosystem as an mm -hmm. example, you've got apps for guys with facial hair or larger bodies, right? Or a variety of different ethnicities, um, right? And I wanted to create a space that didn't exclude anyone based on sexuality or gender identity or any identity characteristic. So I kind of just took that existing paradigm and pardon the pun, flipped it on its head, right? So rather than focusing on identity, focused on desire, right? Because desire is something that everyone, people of all identities can share. So that was that was the concept. That was like the, the, the foundational idea behind hetero. And, you know, I'll be candid, the, the idea, that idea and the name hetero both popped in my mind at the same time. And I was like, this seems very crazy. And I was hanging out with a friend and we may have smoked a little bit of weed. But anyway, and so I, I protested the idea with him and he's like, yeah, that's crazy. But I think there's some merit to it. And, you know, I wanted to really gut check this. So I, I went through a whole kind of like program to talk to people and particularly people who are oftentimes marginalized in the sexual space, right? So trans people, non-binary people in particular, um, but a whole roadshow of, of people trying to make sure I, I spoke with people from as diverse a background as possible to just talk about the idea and just at, a, at first at a base level, right? Like, is this crazy? Um, and then two, would you feel comfortable? Would you feel safe in a space? Could you feel safe in a space? What would make you feel safe in a space like this? Um, and because I, you know, the, the concept for hetero I actually had in, uh, like, I want to say, like, February of 2020, but the pandemic really had a lot of time, like, because I had no intention of launching this in the, in the height, at the height of the pandemic. So I spent a lot of time, like, a good, like, six months doing this research, six, nine months before doing anything from a build perspective, right? And I think that that really, really set us up for success. Like, I can tell you, I had a whole idea as to how the app would be kind of laid out. And in one of the feedback sessions, you know, one of my, my, my just like, I didn't even realize it was like an inbuilt assumption. The person that I was sitting across the, you know, the Zoom meeting with, you know, in a very constructive, loving and kind way, 
Totally, I just totally had it wrong. I totally got it wrong on a totally important element. Our whole framing for how to connect with people of a variety of gender identities, I just didn't have it. I was not thinking about it right. So it totally reshaped the way that we designed the app. And it's one of the things I'm most proud of is, is the way that we, we were able to connect people across a variety of gender identities that is true to who we are and true to people from those gender identities that from that framing. And one like cool thing, and you know, I take it as a point of pride is, you know, Bumble lifted that from us full stop. Um, and I, yeah, and you know, like there's part of me that's like, oh my gosh, so like, I, you know, that's mine, you know, but like, no, it's not, right? Like that idea was given to me by another person and now it's making its way more into the ecosystem and that's great. Yeah, I mean, that is because, you know, as you were, you know, giving those things about the other apps, it's, you know, it's, uh, it's just so mind-fucking when you think about it because right. always like, we want this inclusivity, but guess what? I don't want to be over there with them people, but mm -hmm. I want to be, I don't want to be over here. I'm like, okay, <laughs> so it was like, what are we doing? Right. Like, we're, we're trying, but yet you want to be in it but I still want to be in my subcategory. I don't want to be in this, but over here too. Right. Okay. Let's just yeah. <laughs> come on. Because if I'm on this thing and then people that I don't identify are on this thing, people are going to think I am also doing right. that. Like, no, like, no. <laughs> so, you know, for me, what makes your app so much different is that at the end of the day, Everybody is doing or no matter what <laughs> is happening. Okay, that does not change. Now the position, <laughs> all that. but at at its foundation and what we strive to bring, everybody's going to do that in some form right. or Okay, so we could be okay that everybody could sit right here because maybe I like this person over here and I like maybe how their mouth looking and what that would feel like and so right. that. Awesome. Let's go over there and see what that's all about. Right. So I think that that is just it's just brilliant, you know, really, honestly. And you know, I've gone on, I've looked on. Obviously, I didn't uh, subscribe because I have a very much husband and <laughs> 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 need to be on the site. But you know, when we have somebody on, you know, we want to feel inclusive and feel like not that we're you know, reading off of something because I've looked on it, I've watched it, but I'm also looking at you and feeling that vibe that we're having conversations, even if it's virtual. And, yeah. you know, this is just my authentic self listening to you talking. The response is how it's coming organically from, from just the way that you're talking about the company and, you know, the what I have read and, and saw about it. So kudos, you know, I think just wonderful. It's needed. Um, you know, that pandemic kind of puts you in a space like, yeah, we're going to get this. And when we come out of this, everybody's going to have it. Exactly. <laughs> so I, think, I think it's wonderful. I just feel, I feel full from this conversation. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. It's just, where was this, you know, when I was in high school or college? <laughs> yeah, I 100% I agree, with Lulu, with what you're saying, because... You know, I mean, we've talked extensively about my uh, frustrations with online dating on the show. Right. And I really love that Hetero is offering, like, really designing it with bringing positivity and safety, safety in mind. Because I feel like the apps, um, you know, just like they, they went in with all of these assumptions about how people are connecting and then they added the safety and then they added inclus mm -hmm. inclusivity afterwards when mm -hmm. it's actually, I mean, it's kind of, I mean, maybe not too late, but it's not organically integrated into the experience. So there's already like a culture around how that operates. And I love that you established this friendly positive consent-based culture from the get-go yeah. which automatically going to make the experience much better for anyone who's participating i think that's that's what these apps should have been doing but didn't and i love that like you know other apps might be looking at what you're doing and they're trying to adapt that but i think it's like lulu was saying brilliant that you started that way from the beginning like, what was your experience of, 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 you know, one day I feel like I want to have an app, but I don't know what direction, right? What was like, what's that, how's that process, you know, all that, you know, you have this idea in your mind and like, okay, now 
how are we going to really, you know, form that? You know, it's, I love to hear people's story about that because it's, it's just so inspiring to be like, yeah, I'm going to have two and two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think I, I really had a passion for this from the first, from the moment I kind of said the words, I, I, I had a passion for it, honestly. And, you know, that purse, that, that, that pushed me to just, you know, for me, I think it's just taking one step and putting one step in front of the other and overcoming my fears, honestly. Um, and, and that journey is very much, very much ongoing still. Right. You know, but, but at, at a practical level, it was, well, what do I need to do next to bring this to life? You know, and, and just feeling and, and, and kind of embracing the fact that like, as it relates to this, I really don't know much. Like I know my own experience in the dating app world. I've never built something, you know, anything close to this level of complexity before. I'm not a software designer. I'm not a software. I, I don't, I, I don't have a tech background. Like I didn't code the app. Um, and, and even things like I, I knew that I wanted to talk to people about this, but how do I do that? Right. Like literally, you know, so I took, I took courses in what's called user experience and, and user research. And I hired a researcher to help me do that. Um, and it was just a learning journey. It's, you know, what I've found many, many times is like, there's, you know, you, you get to this point and, and where, where I just don't know where to go from here, you know? And the first few times it happened, it was like existential terror. Like, I'm not going to figure this out. Like I found myself in a dark room and I have no idea how I'm going to get, get through this. But then I've realized, well, no, this happens. And like, step back, ask people for help. Someone has probably gone through this, talk to them. And then, yeah, talk, use my voice, right? Uh, and and that's that's really been how we've gotten over the, the many kind of like hurdles and, and challenges, right? Everything from, yeah, even finding the people. Okay, so now I know how to do it. How do I find the people to talk to? Like, what, like, what do you do? And, you know, the, 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 you know, you just go out and you figure it out, right? Like you, you, you reach out on all the networks that you have access to and you ask people to, to do the same. And I think that people, you know, if you believe something and you really care about it, people see that and they're willing to, to give you an, to give you a little bit of help, honestly, because we couldn't have gotten anywhere close to where we are today without people helping and people caring and, you know, care and community. You know, I talked about how community is going to change the world, but, you know, a caring community that is what really changes the world for for the better and i see more and more of that happening every day and you know as much as we live in a, in a world of you know there's not there's a lot to to focus on that's that's not positive but i do see community and, and caring communities changing the world for the better in, in a lot of different contexts and that that makes me just happy as, as a human being absolutely and i and i think that like sex tech is kind of unique in that way where yes People are making similar products, but they're everyone that I've ex encountered has been so willing to share yes. and like talk about their process and share their challenges and the bright spots of it, you know, exchanging how they've gotten funding, connecting people with with other people. So, yeah, I, I hope that more industries start to embrace this kind of cooperative community, um, because I think it just at the end of the day, it. it fosters creating better products because you're bouncing all of these ideas off of each other um, and it makes space for everyone to participate. Yeah, that's true. And that's important. Yeah. You know, everybody's not coming from this huge conglomerate, you know, but if you believe in, you know, you believe in what it is that you're doing, people absolutely, they're here and say, oh, I love that energy that you're bringing into this. I feel your passion about this and now I want to be in passion with you about this about this thing and how can I be of service? Even to say a retweet, a, a share on their social media platform, or just yeah. telling their friend, you know, just look at the site. Maybe, you know, again, you may not need to sign up, but hey, take a look at it. Put a review that you love the aesthetics of the webs of the right, app, you know? right. yeah. yeah. A little bit. It really, really helps, you know, and that's what you know, one of the things we try to provide here on our podcast, you know, at the end, we're always going to say sharing is caring. Absolutely, that is free. And that is a true thing. You know, maybe, like I said, this is not for you, but you can share it with somebody else. It's appreciated. Yeah. 
it's it's noted. It's it's helping get get the word out there and and, and get the information out there where it needs to be. Yeah. I think that's <laughs> you can't get no better than the that first step. Um, I agree. It's everything. It's totally everything for us, you know. And and because we're honest, I mean, it's really the only way for us. People talking about us is genuinely, we, you know, we can't do ads because ads are grounded in stigma, honestly. Um, and so we kind of learned very early on that, okay, that wasn't a path that was available. I think it set us on a better path, to be honest, because it led us down a path that was organic and was, had our roots with the community and what resonates and what do people, you know, and, and, and people talking about us is how we've grown to, to where we are today. That's amazing. So maybe we could talk a bit more about like the, the user experience in the app. So someone opens up hetero and like, what are they seeing? How is it different from like looking at Tinder or hinge or whatever these other apps are doing? Let's see. Tell, tell it to me as a person who has never been on here because I haven't been with this man since 2002. And so I don't know what any app actually look like. So tell us to me a person who ain't never been on no app. I All right. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, and, and sort of just starting at the, at the beginning, you know, I think the first order of differentiation is, again, the fact that we are oriented around a specific desire being for people who are down with, with oral pleasure. Um, and, and, and to your point, Laura, the way that we went about this was grounding first in consent and safety, right? And so all of these things and inclusivity, all of these things really fundamentally reshape the way that the app looks and works. So, you know, if you log on to hetero, what the app asks is, what's your gender identity and what gender identities are you down with? Right. Mm -hmm. And it actually allows for fluidity on both dimensions over time, right? Because we know, for some people, gender identity can be a discovery process, right? Um, and we know that sexuality is is very often much more fluid than the boxes, the categories that society has set out for, for sexuality. And really to that end, which is it's different than a, a lot of apps when you log in, they'll say, are you gay? Are you straight? Etc. And we don't do that, right? Because Actually, what we've realized is with, with our framing, we just ask what your gender identity is and what gender identities you're down with, right? We don't need that label, right? So we don't need to, to kind of force people to select into a label that may not fit them, right? So that's the first I kind of way. That. I just want to say I love that. I, I appreciate Yeah. I, you know, Even it's very... Application. I'm like, oh, my God. Just right. why are you asking me this? Right. I'm alone. <laughs> I love that you just have that, you know, yeah. Yeah, because I, I think of stigma as existing in kind of like two major dimensions. One is stigma for sexual activity. And we know that that attaches to like normative power hierarchies, one to one, right? Like, a, you know, a straight cis man, you know, there's almost no stigma for sexual activity. But I would say the way that I see it, there, there's, a, there's kind of like a countervailing force of like, stigma for sexual fluidity which i call the straight jacket where it's kind of inverted for like a straight man right um to to even you know consider you know sleeping or something sexual with someone who's not you know whatever a woman you know then that puts a label around so anyway so we, we just kind of like removed those labels altogether because again i, I just don't think that they that they were needed for for this space. And then the other, you know, the first thing that people will notice when they come onto the app is you don't actually, you know, you don't have a swipe feature. So on Tinder um, and most of the big apps out there, right, you swipe left if it's, um, if it's a no and swipe right if it's a yes, right? And it's kind of like a binary, right? Mm -hmm. And so everyone's swiping left, everyone's swiping, swiping right, which, you know, I think because it's a binary and it's kind of like a forced decision, it's, it's reductive, unfortunately, right? Like you're just going to, you know, you have one-tenth of a second and then that person's out of your feed. And I don't think that really serves anyone. So the way that the app works on hetero is it's based on proximity. 
and you see the people that that meet the criteria that you've selected for so at a base level right like they're they 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 have the gender identity or gender identities that you're down with right and they're also down with you right so like we're not showing people who are not down with each other but we show them everyone um you know on a proximity kind of basis and you know you can message right away right you can actually just message you can chat right and so it's not like a one time kind of like thing and you know messaging right away is common in, in the kind of the gay dating apps but for us because we wanted to make a space that was safe and inclusive we added a new feature um so the feature is that if you message someone that person can rate the interaction on the basis of our guidelines inclusivity sex positivity and enthusiastic consent right and so this is meant to really introduce accountability into the space accountability on the basis of our guidelines and the concept here is that accountability is a necessary precursor for community right and so that's that's a really big one from from day one right and then you know because we're honest about what we are we enable people to connect on a lot of different dimensions that might be of interest to them so we're here for oral so you can say whether you're eager to please or eager to be pleased right and you or both right you can you can select both right and the app will show you people who you know are looking for you know kind of that 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 are simpatico with what you're with what you're seeking and then you can go on a lot of other dimensions as well right you can select for relationship dynamics whether you're looking for a monogamous relationship or you know poly or non non monogamy right like or or a whole host of dynamics kinks that you might be into oral styles because we get to focus on that because we're here for oral so you know as an oral aficionado i know that a lot of people and I'm a bit of a giver i'll be honest and i know that some people like it one way other people like it another so you can kind of specify that and then you know just other kind of um similar types of dynamics you can you can select for and then you know look for specifically people that are down with that right and so if you're chatting and you know one of those people is 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 showing to you like you know you've got a lot of starting points so it's it's because we're honest we can be more intentional and allow for people to connect on what what matters to them in this space now don't take this no way in <laughs> yeah. my mind it sounds really good but me hearing what you're saying i'm already like building a sims character in my mind <laughs> Yeah, I can have this, and they can have this. This sounds really nice. All these things that you can build out and not feel con cornholed in this. Okay, I have to go here, or I have to go there. Like you can have this, if you will, smorgasbord of options, yeah. and not feel restricted. Because, like you said, listen, I may very well just be a person that likes to receive, and at the end of the day, a mouth can just be a mouth, and whatever you have below is not even a regard for me. Right. So I want to look and see what that looks like, and right. that doesn't have to make me gay, straight, this one, that one. I'm just looking for that thing because I'm a person who loves to be pleasured. Right. And you gave them that option. Right. And that's awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I was just going to say that I also love that, you know, this is, you know, focused on a, a sexual experience. So everyone's kind of already on board to be interested in that. But because there's accountability, you're not necessarily going to be getting like super sexually aggressive messages or something that's totally disrespectful. Because we, we've talked about that on uh, uh, a couple of episodes. I've gotten some uh, colorful messages and I'm like, I did not consent to this. Why are you asking me this? And so I think that just, again, it's creating this this culture of kindness and accountability. And, you know, again, like we're all here for some form of sexual interaction, but right. like, you don't have to be so aggressive in how you're talking to someone. You can still treat them like a human being, yeah. even though, you know, you want to have sex with them um, in some form. So I guess uh, this is probably a pretty silly question, but why did you focus on oral sex as opposed to just like sex in general or any other type of interaction? 
Yeah, it's, you know, so I'll first come right out, and I, I kind of said it before, but I do love oral, so I mean, that's, <laughs> that, that did, like, did, did influence uh, my thinking about this. You know, I kind of did think that, you know, I, looking at the, the landscape of the existing apps, you know, they're all getting so specific. And again, it was a specificity on, a, on an identity type that I thought was, you know, just didn't serve the, like the inclusivity element of what we wanted to bring to the table. Mm-hmm. But there's a reason for that, right? Like you, you want to create a space that's centered around, there's a purpose for it. So kind of if it's just for sex, I kind of worried that it wouldn't be, you know, it, it would be too vague and too general, you know? So wanted to create some specificity. And then also because we were being that specific, it really does allow for us to play on a lot of different dimensions. And and the thought process was, well, you know, I probably for most hetero members, myself included, right, like oral is not everything that I'm seeking. Well, we can then introduce our, our members to other spaces that may be of interest to their sexual, you know, selves, right? Um and thought experiment may launch other things, right? That that are that are aligned to other dimensions of our sexual selves. So I think for us it was to to make sure that the reason was compelling enough to bring people to the space. And uh, yeah, and then in terms of desires, I think it's 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 one of the more universal ones. And and again, it is one that I I do love myself. So other <laughs> reasons and more. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. That's absolutely fantastic. So, <laughs> so what were some of the, you, you kind of spoke to this um, a little bit before, you know, like you, you couldn't, you didn't have access to, to make ads and stuff to promote the right. app. Um, so what were some of the other challenges that you faced when launching the app? Yeah, I think that it was, you know, some manifestation of systemic stigma, you know, has, has hit us at, at every, at every step of the journey, you know, that what from you know developing the or getting the app in the app stores right um, there was a dance there and you know at the end of the day we have to point to our reason for being in, in those foundations and point to how foundationally we are more inclusive. I literally had to write this in a letter to one of the app stores and point out each element and saying also by the way there's more that's coming. Right. But if you can point to me, anyone else in your store that does it in this way um, and that speaks the research in this, this, this way, please do. So, you know, it's, it's really just been having to fight through and wade through that systemic stigma at, at every step. So, you know, getting through the app stores, you know, uh, having our voice heard, being shadow banned, not being able to advertise not being taken seriously, right? Um, in in a variety of spaces and, you know, particularly kind of like, quote unquote, like business spaces, right? Where, you know, we just face that rejection. And I do very regularly, like to this day. And, and the point that I make, you know, what we're doing is important. What we're doing really matters. Sex is so, you know, fundamental to who we all are and we're getting it so wrong as a society. This is not flippant. It can be fun. It should be joyful, right? Um, but that doesn't mean that what we're doing is unserious, right? And so these are all just different manifestations of stigma that, you know, I just find I, I need to challenge day in and day out, you know? And, and But the good news is that, you know, we, we've been able to break through all those barriers that we've been kind of faced with before we've grown now to nearly 90,000 members, which is, you know, pretty, pretty, thank you. Yeah. It's, it's very, it's unreal to me and, and, and wonderful and uh, that, that we're where we are on our journey. And again, that's really because our members talk about us and, you know, you know, for as difficult as it is to overcome these 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 barriers, um, these stigma barriers, like that's the reason, that's the why, right? So if that's the hard thing, then I think that's kind of a good sign, right? Because that's the why, that's the thing that gets me out of bed. And it's like good that it does because I need to get out of bed for that because I'm going to have to fight the next fight, you know? And and it kind of gives me energy because, yeah, that's, that's why. And hopefully, the great hope is that um, for the next person, it's easier for the next organization, for the, you know, 
for, for the community, it just becomes an easier topic because, you know, we've, we've, we've fought that battle and, and, and frankly, of course, we've benefited, right, from others who, who've yeah. led the way. Um, and so I think all of us in the space are really just trying to just change that societally, make it easier for all of us and make all of our lives a bit more joyful and uh, fulfilling. That's awesome. wonderful. So I want to ask him this thing about it. Are there different tiers or will they be? Because again, like I said, I did look, but I didn't go a deep dive into it, but I kind of like to hear from the person. Are there like tiers or memberships for yeah. the app? You know, there's always those other things like how do you be on this one to get these kind of services? Like, is there something like that on yeah. space? Yeah, so so the way um, you know hetero works is it's free, totally free to use, and and you know more free than than your traditional apps in the sense that we don't sell member data, and we don't have like targeted ads. We actually don't have any ads, but really the the, the point that we're we another foundational thing decision that we made was to be a data safe and privacy safe space. Wonderful. People's data should be their own particularly sexual and relationship data that is sensitive, so it should be yours. So the only way that, that we make money as an enterprise is through people opting into what's called a Bliss Mode subscription. Okay. So with Bliss Mode, you know, without Bliss Mode, you're able to connect and chat on a whole variety of dimensions. But some of the stuff that, that I mentioned, like selecting kinks, so you can you can always opt and tell people what kinks you have. But if you okay. want to just, you know, reach out to people who... Um, share those kinks, then it's a bliss mode journey, and you know we're trying to keep that at a at a at a reasonable rate. So it's 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 under sixteen dollars for a month um, for for hetero bliss mode because we don't want to you know there are some pro you know I, I looked at the space and we, we tried to be kind of like uh as really fair like I'd really like for this just to be as reasonable as as we can and and still hopefully one day they're gonna have to keep the lights on but that's that's a future state. <laughs> Well, that's well, great. You're on the right way. Sorry, I look like you're on the right track. So, hundred percent, I I echo that sentiment. And you know, especially with like making these these features tiered, if that seems like a a fair option to to have behind a tier, whereas other dating apps, it's like they make it so prohibitive that mm -hmm. using the free feature is not useful at all, or you don't get the same safety standard, or accessibility standards. So I think that's really cool that you you kept that in mind when building the app, especially the data safety and security, because I don't think people, you know, no one's really paying attention to that when you're signing up for, for this stuff. And then, you know, you get all these weird ads or spam phone calls and who knows. So, you know, I think, again, the the way that you've built... Um, built the platform and res really it's like you you respect your user a lot you're you're not taking them for granted you're really like everything is about how to make their experience their lives better by this app um as opposed to like i don't, I, I don't even really know how to describe but it's yeah. just, i i think what you're doing is just so unique and honestly more apps should use this as a model for for finding connections yeah I, I appreciate that the way the way that i think about it is it's really through a community lens all of it's through a community lens and community is about mutual enrichment that's very different than uh alternative framing like capitalism which is about extraction we're not trying to extract every last ounce of value i don't think that serves anyone societally really for any system it doesn't serve anyone I think, but where we're mutually enriching each other, that's where we just make the world a better place for everyone, for all parties in a community, right? That's why we want to be in a community is because we help each other. And so that's always the lens that we're trying to put on this. Because um, again, I do think community is the answer. <laughs> so it's, 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 it's really always, I always try to go back to that when, when we release a new feature or when we were setting the foundation from the early days. Amazing. So, so, oh no, no, you go, Lulu. Sorry. Um, you see how real and unfiltered we are. <laughs> <laughs> We're just enjoying this so much. <laughs> so, um, what do you see for the future for the app, or you know, the build out of that, and 
the next eight months. I like to do funny stuff. Like eight months. Yeah. Where do we see, where do we see it going? People are outside more. You know, yeah. they're opening their location. Yeah, I'm really wide in my scope. You know, what, what, what do you feel that looks like coming, coming for 2023? Yeah, yeah, and pardon for being a broken record, but the next big thing that we're focused on is a new community-centric feature to allow for people to meet um, and to go to events and to come to spaces together, right? So right now, the app, we have a lot of community features, but they're more or oriented towards kind of like one-to-one -one interaction. And what we want to enable is for people to come together um, either in digital spaces in places like Moan, right? Like, so we did a little bit of a test with that um, recently and we've got more work to do, right? Like this is, it is a software product. So we always have to like figure out what works and what doesn't, but you know, the future for us is really about creating in, in the next eight months is about creating spaces, right? Both digital and in real life that are very much grounded in our values that allow for people to explore their sexual selves in a no pressure consent driven and safe space fundamentally, right? And, you know, maybe meet people and it may not be for, you know, again, it may not be because I want to go meet this person and and have sex with them. It may be I want a, a friend to go on these journeys with me, right? Like even, you know, I, I consider myself quite sex positive and quite open, but there are times where I'm like, I'm kind of nervous. Like I'm, I'm kind of scared to go to a, a sex party or something like that. And I'd like to explore some of these concepts but I don't really feel safe and I don't really have, you know, a peer group to go there with or at various points in my life, I certainly didn't. And so we want to start to solve for that and not necessarily, you know, you know, certainly many more features to come like in, in this will be in the, in the hetero app and we'll, we want to continue to optimize that. But I think this is just another dimension that, that hopefully should allow for people to explore their, their full self, their full sexual selves in, in a safe and, consent grounded uh way mm, nice. I that. yeah i think that's that's great building both the community online and offline it's getting people out again like the safety and accountability is just everywhere in in your app and it's uh incredibly fundamental for having these positive experiences so we, we truly you know can't wait to see what you're going to do next um we're very very excited about this so I have uh, a silly question though okay. before we yep. end. Yep. Even though no question should be a silly question, but <laughs> when people put their photo up, because it's an app about being orally excited, are most people putting pictures of their place that they want to get pleasure, or are they putting pictures of themselves up? It's um, you know, so we we you know, you can't put like a super explicit picture on, on your profile. Um, but I'd say the majority of people are more, you know, just putting themselves up. Some people will show, you know, the, the kind of like in the, in the gay app world, like you see a lot of like guys with like chest pics, right? And like, I'm not going to say there are no chest pics on hetero. It is, there are, there is some of that. Um, but I would say more people tend to put their whole person, their, 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 themselves and then you've got other people who are clearly just kind of coming in and saying what's this space about and they may have a picture of a sunset or a flower right um they'll talk about who they are but they're not yet ready to um to come out as it were as 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 being on the platform and i and i totally respect that because i went through that journey myself mm -hmm. right and and i hope that um more people who start out as flowers bloom into people so <laughs> That's lovely. Nice. So um, do you have anything else that you would like to promote or talk about before we wrap up tonight? No, you know, I think, I think do look for, um, you know, that, that community feature it will be um, both uh, the way that we're thinking about it, And I'm doing that same uh, journey that I did before of talking with a lot of people about, you know, Hey, does this idea work? Um, does it sound sensible? Is it safe? Is this consent grounded? Um, but the, the current thinking is for it to exist in, in, in hetero and also be kind of a, a platform that you can interact with. So look forward to that. Uh, I'll definitely keep, keep um, you both uh, posted as, as, as that, that develops. We're, look, we're targeting like a March 
launch for that. So we're, we're really excited and kind of all things go on, on making that happen right now. And then of course, um, you know, if you're interested in, in, in checking out Hetero, our tag on all the social apps is at Hetero app. And then you can find us at www.hetero.com or you can type in Hetero into the, um, into the app store search bar and, uh, and you'll, you'll, you'll find us. So um, please do give us a look. And, and if you think, um, you know, to Lulu, your point earlier, if, if it's something that you think your friends would be interested in or your network, please do share because that is 100% what makes the difference for us. Fantastic. And we'll be sure to add all of the links and their socials in our show notes so that you have easy access. And just in case our audience doesn't know, hetero is H-E-A-D-E-R-O. E-R-O. Just, right. just in case, yeah. <laughs> yep, we're being very, we're uh, very intentional at the time there. But uh, yes, H-E-A-D-E-R-O. Yes. Wonderful. All right, everyone. So that's all for this episode of Mindful Sex Ed. Thank you so much for joining us. And Stephen, thank you so much for being with us tonight. Um, if you have a question that you'd like us to answer, please email us at podcast at tickle.life or you can reach out to us on social media. We are Mindful Sex Ed Pod on Twitter and Mindful Sex Ed Podcast on Instagram. If you like what you hear, please rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast wherever you are listening. Reviews on Apple Podcasts and Spotify are particularly helpful in getting us out there. Sharing is caring. And it's absolutely free. So please, <laughs> so please send this episode or any of our episodes to a friend. And lastly, check out all the podcasts on the Tickle.life network and visit Tickle.life for all of your mindful sex and needs. Goodbye, everyone. And we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.